I'm assuming the Oynim bought ties today. Anyone, anyone bought a tie? Bought a tie? No, I don't know how to do it. We we'll have to discuss how to do it. Okay, Rabbi Sai. Let's try to finish off a little bit of the halachas. I say finish off, like we could go on for weeks and weeks and hilchas kosher. But just a bissel, to, we, we, we scratched the surface of kosher with these, with these shurim, just so you should know. Don't think this is all of hilchas kosher and three, you know, three little shurim. There's a lot more to go. But the most like this. Let's, uh, a couple of things I want to mention that we haven't mentioned yet. And that is just, first of all, there's an interesting Boke Yosef. The Kafachayim brings it as well. Moish, you know the Kafachayim? The Kafachayim brings the Boke Yosef. Very interesting minig. It's an alta minig in Yushalayim, he says. It's an alta minig in Yushalayim. What was the minig? The minig was that they used to tie a double knot, but loosely. Now that's very interesting, because we learned the Ramah yesterday, that the Ramah says that a double knot, a kesher al gabe kesher, is a shail of a kesher umam. Which means... That it's also to do on Shabbos. What do you mean if it's loose? What's shot in that? And also, how do you define that? So the Kavachayim brings from the, from the Berkei Yosef, that it seems to be an old minic that if you have something, for example, you have, you know, those old Shabbos coats with the belt, and he's tied over there. You give it one, tie, one, one knot, it's just immediately going to come loose. Nothing's going to happen. So you need to, of course, you could do a bow, but if you don't want to do a bow, you tie it again with another knot, loosely. So I asked for folks that sound. What does that mean, loosely? What's the pshat? Totally. So he told me the pshat is that if it's loose enough, that if it will keep on coming loose every so often, that's considered to be that it's not tight, and therefore that's mutter to do, even though it's be'etzim a double knot. You've got to be careful with this. Because if you tighten it too much, that's an isadaraisa, according to many Rishonim. Which means that it has to be done very loosely. This is very negative, by the way. Um, handkerchief, scarves, for example, an apron. If you want to wear an apron, you want to double knot it. So of course you can't double tie it, we're not talking about a bow, a bow of whatever would be mutter, a kesher and then a bow, we're talking about two knots, so that would be mutter if it's very, very loose, in a way that your mum has just did the second knot in a loose way, that it will almost become undone in a few minutes, and it didn't do anything. Tully, are you with me? Okay, good. Let's move on. Nochen Shaila is an interesting Shaila, this is more again to those people that are working in Hatzalah, or doctors or in hospitals, and that is what if you have, for example... <laughs> What if, for example, you have um, stitches? Okay, now I don't want to get now to the sugya of toifa, because that's a different shayla. Is there toifa ba'odom? Right, let's leave that for a moment. Is there stitching? Is there, you know, toifa is like stitching when it comes to human beings? But now we're talking about when you make a knot that melts by itself. They have stitches that will melt by themselves. Right, after a certain amount of time when it no longer is necessary, they will melt. So the shayla is, are you allowed to tie a double knot in something that's just going to melt, disintegrate, it's going to go away? What's the din in such a case? The Rav Nisan Karelet Zatzal writes in the Sefer Chodshani, he brings down that Avadu Tzinesa Aye, it doesn't last forever. And we said that one of the Tanoim of a knot that Doraisa has to last. The answer is it lasts over here the amount of time that is necessary to do whatever it needs to do. And that's the reason why tying it is going to be Nisa, at least a Shaila of a Doraisa. That's what he holds. Um, Rafal and Rabbi Zril both told me that it's a Shaila of a Uman Shel Kayama. I'm sorry, Eino Shel Kayama. It's not a, it's not something that's going to last, and therefore it's a Durabonon. Nafkemina, if someone is doing it, for example, if you have a Yid that's doing the stitches, and he ties a knot at the end, that will be a Shaila of a Durabonon, which as we know, we've learned this here before, Shin Chavches, Siti Zayin, Tashita Durabon, Shita Suramban, which means what? Halacha Namaisa, there is a heter for a Yid to do a Durabonon, at least with a Shinoi, if it can't be done with the Yid for sure. So that's where the Nafkemina would be, uh, Tully, in a case of the stitches over there. Yeah? Are you with me? Yeah. Yes? You're writing it down. 
Okay, let's move on. Should we turn around the camera? Okay, Rabbi Sai. Next sugya. Tie twists. Right? Again, I didn't manage to bring everything in of it. But they have these little metal strings that are covered with a piece of plastic. And you, you sort of twist it over a bag. Right? You take challah or you take something and you twist it over a bag or a snack or something like that. What's the din of that? Is that a shayla of kosher or is it not a shayla of kosher? That's the kasha, not sameya. So the kasha really starts from the Rambam. The Rambam says a very interesting thing. The Rambam says, Menachem, that if a person takes a rope and he twists it, there's no knot there. Yaakov Tzvi, there's no knot. The Rambam holds that's an isra of kosher. Right? So just take, for example, take a tzitzis. If you unravel the tzitzis, it's a bunch of four strings. When you tie it together, now it's one string. The rumba will hold, that's an issa, the oraisa of kosher. By the way, yeah, I can see, somebody asked me, if on Shabbos, if the tzitzis become loose, are you allowed to twist it back in? Can't remember who it was, Moish. Can't remember who it was. But the truth is, if you do that, according to the Rambam, to be a shadow of an Issa when a person just simply twists the tzitzis back into one string, that could be an Issa of Apostle Chavolim, which is a shadow of kosher. Even though there's no knot there, there's a way of combining strings together. Combining two strings together is a problem according to Rambam of kosher. So according to that, if you have a, 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 a twist, right, one of these tie twists, where it's metal, especially got metal inside so it keeps it stiff, and you turn it around and around in order for it to stay that way, nochi. So the halacha will be, well, that lachoy will be the Rambam, which will be what? That will be also on Shabbos Kodesh. That will be kosher. The answer that we could say is maybe not. What's the difference maybe between a poistel chavolim and this? What? Zev says you're going to untie it. Which means, what Zev is saying, it's like a window. Why every time you open and close a window, you're not over on Boina, right, or Saisa? Simply because it's made to open and close. So they asked Rabbi Yashad the kasha. And they asked him, and Rabbi Yashav said, and Rabbi Zulu Bachestadim told me, that he said that Avada, since it's made to open and close, it's not made to close forever. Forget, the whole side of this is that if it would be closed and stay closed, it would be broken, it would be bad, it wouldn't be good. The whole purpose of it is to open and close. That's why it's made in a way that it's easily open, you know, closable and openable. So if that's the case, it's like a door, and therefore it will not be postal chabolim, even more than 24 hours will be motor to, to do such a thing. Uh, there are, by the way, those... There are poskim that hold that one should be machmeh if you're going to put it more than 24 hours. So there are those that hold that it's a shayla and therefore if it's more than 24 hours, don't do it. But if it's less than 24 hours, even they would be maskim that it will be a mockim to be makel. Let's move on. Rabotai. Next. Talking about the Thai sugya. Okay, nobody bought a Thai, so I'm not going to be able to do any demonstrations. But uh, I will just tell you, there are two different types of ties. Okay, two types of neckties. There's a Thai... I don't know what this is. But there are two types. There's a normal, regular, lazy tie that you just make. I guess that's this, probably. And then there's the Windsor knot, right? The big, fat Windsor knot, right? Or if you're Israeli, like this, right? Something like that. <laughs> that's how it goes, right? <laughs> anyway, those are the two types of knot that, knots that you have, okay? What's the difference, the Maisa, between them? Again, I haven't got a demonstration. I can't do You're going to have to trust me. Do, you know, this one's been tried and tested before at home. Yudla, are you with me? Two types of knots. What's the din of doing them? I remember one time I was walking to shul 
And uh, I, was, I, I guess it was, I don't know, it was getting a late, I don't know what time it was. So I was running to shul and I was making the tie on the way to shul. And I hear behind me, Shabbos! I'm like, where's the car? What's going on? What's happening over here? Maybe it's after Shkir, there's a car. It was Taki, a guy who saw me making my tie. And he says to me, Shabbos! Like, I said, so I screamed back. I said, Shin Yud Zayin! He's like, what? So if you don't know the halacha, don't scream to me, Shabbos. If you don't know the halacha, you know what I'm saying? I'll him. Two ties. There's a simple lazy tie. Flip it over once, tuck it in, and you're done. According to Kumat, everyone, that is called din of an aniva. Aniva is a bow. A bow, as we said yesterday, is not into machoikas in the Gemara, but we paskin that a bow is not a kesher. It's not a knot, and therefore even for longer than 24 hours, it's fine. It's okay. Why? Because it's, it's an aniva, it's not even a kesha. Whereas, if for example, if you have the Windsor knot, the Windsor knot is a double, you know, you put it over one side, I don't know how to do it. But you put it over one side and you put it over the other side, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, you do. I've, I've seen something. You've seen something like that? You wear a tie? Oh no, okay. <laughs> Who wears a tie? Yeah? Shabbos Kodesh. In England, Avada, we grew up wearing ties every day. Sure, Avada. Right, 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 Nachi? No, you didn't, right? You wore a tie every day for school? That's beautiful. That's so nice. Cover that toe, you're coming in. Covered mats. Anyway, I should see you wore a tie? No. Different, different school. Oh, we're not going to go into that uh, PTS. Okay, Kalkaponim, when you have a Windsor knot, okay? You have a, a Windsor knot, it goes over double. It's much starker, right? That one, even if you pull one end, this one, by the way, this I'm not going to do it now because I can't be bothered to do it. That's what it's called, the lazy knot. But the if you take this one and you pull it out, what happens? You pull out one end, the whole thing falls apart in a second. No, there's no key to it. When you take a Windsor knot, and you take out one end, it's still going to have the tsura, and actually the tightness of the knot is going to remain. You'd have to like work really hard to undo it. If that's the case, it's almost like an aniva al-gabe kesha, which is a bow on top of a knot, which is what we talked about by the shoelaces yesterday, where by the shoelaces we said that if a person does one knot, then does the bow, so that's mutter as long as it's undone within 24 hours, right? Rabbi Rusty wanted me to mention about those people that will tie it and then leave it for longer than 24 hours. If you kick off your shoes, right? If you kick off your shoes, you have a problem. If you know it's going to be the morning 25, for example, if you make it Shabbos morning, if you make it Shabbos morning, and then the Taz talks about people that, by the way, it's a big problem to sleep in your shoes. Olam knows that, right? Koshal shikha, you sleep with your shoes, never go to sleep with your shoes on. Kafela chazach. But I'll upon him, if you make your shoes Shabbos morning, and you, and you're gonna kick them off by Shalashidas or whatever it is after, after Abdullah, so then it could be for longer than 24 hours, which could be a problematic thing. Depends if it's for the whole Shabbos, not the whole Shabbos. But I'll go him. Uh, moving on to the winds or not. So if it's made in the last 24 hours, you're okay. More than 24 hours, that would be problematic. Especially for people that, you know, don't know how to make ties to ask somebody else to make it for them. And every week they just open it and put it back. You know those people? They have the tie made already for weeks and weeks. And one week it falls out and then they want someone to make it. Too many people are nothing. Okay, so that's that. Let's move on, Rabbi, to one last sugya. One last sugya. Um, by the way, just a very important uh, thing to note. Whatever is asked to make a knot, it's asked to untie. That means, whatever is the issue of kosha, the opposite of that is the issue of matir. And by the way, I received an email this week from a chashviyid who said to me, you read the story, Ya'ir, of the, of the galila. Right, you said the story of the Galila with the guy that ran into the shul Shabbos afternoon 
to open up the, the Galina thing because he was worried that he did Galina by Shachris and they're only going to use it the next week. And he said, hey, how are you allowed to do that, right? You're not allowed to untie him. It's also to tie, it's also to untie. I think somebody here also asked me. Yeah. Oh, no, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? Yeah, about that, right? So I got an email from a Chashvid. So I'm just saying it now. It makes it easier for me than answering the email. Hopefully he's listening. And I'll go upon him. Um, he, so I answered very simple. He said, how are you allowed to untie it? If it was an Oster not, you're allowed to untie it. Because whatever it's Oster because of Kosher, it's Oster because of Mate. The answer is, in that case, it was only Oster if it was going to be more than 24 hours. Since you untied it less than 24 hours, there's no problem. So whatever is Oster to tie is Oster to untie. So for example, if the way you make your shoelace is in a way that will be Oster on Shabbos, so for example, you take a knot, then you make a bow. And then you make another knot by taking the strings as well, which we said was Asa. If that's how you made it before Shabbos, then untying it on Shabbos will be an Isra of Matir. Because whatever is Asa because of Kosher is Asa because of Matir. If you have a double knot on, for example, you have a belt, or you have something, some item of clothing, whatever it may be, and you have a double knot, so we said, double knot is asa, so shayla v'kesha um, the Ramah brings it. Or if you have a knot, for example, in the, in the hoodie string, or in, in you know, the end of your tzitzis, whatever it may be, or made before Shabbos, that will be an issa to untie it. That means you cannot untie the double knot or loosen the double knot, because that would be matter, and that's problematic. By the way, I'm not sure if we mentioned this, but making a balloon, right, the Mogad brings down, that blowing up a balloon on Shabbos is exeira mishum kosher. Which means that when you blow up a balloon, generally what do you do after it's completely blown up is you tie a knot in it. Now that knot, by the way, as far as I know, and you guys will correct me if I'm wrong, maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I don't think anybody unties the knot in the balloon if you want to let the balloon go. You take a pin. No, am I wrong? Is that, is that true? Is it, it changed? It didn't change, right? It's, it didn't change. Even in England? Even in England. It didn't change. So nobody unties... They're not on the balloon. If that's the case, to tie it, to blow a balloon, could be a big shiner. By the way, there's makaba pata shiners as well with blowing up balloons and inflatables and all sorts of things that we're not going to go into. One last shiner for today. Is there kosher when it comes to food? For example, let's say the kids ask you Shabbos afternoon, you've got to keep them busy. So what do you do? You take a pack of sour sticks, Kashmaka American sour sticks, and you want to tie them together and make a nice necklace or a bla- bracelet. Am I allowed to tie a sour stick together? Lemais it's food, right? So people have this idea. If it's food, must be it's okay. You can do whatever you want for food. Nishtar, there's no, no such thing. There is no such thing. Okay? So where do we get hung by food? What's that? It's not gonna stay. What does that mean it's not gonna stay? I mean it's gonna come undone by itself, you're saying? Really? A sour stick's gonna come undone by itself? They, they move, they're alive? What does that mean? We could try it with pleasure. I should have brought a packet. What a shame. Huh? It stays, no? It stays, no? Why not? Livy says that they're alive and they move and therefore it's going to open up by itself. I know what that means. It will rip? What do you mean it will rip? Robustin, you mask him? Licorice, no? Licorice will stay. Okay, we've changed it to licorice. I think it's the same thing. But let's say, just to, be, just to make it easier, Rafal, what's the din by licorice? What's that? And therefore, you're over a matter. You're not over a matter. Are you over a matter when you eat the knot? I think Diane Fisher asked the cashier if you throw a safer into the fire. Chasra Shalom on Shabbos. Come on, the sun. Are you over a moichik? It's a cigarette shiner, but it's a says no? Anyway, so there are two riots, Rabbi Isai. There are two riots that we have a shiner by kosher, by food. Okay? Um, there's a Gemara in Shabbos, Kufiyad base. The Gemara in Shabbos brings that one of the Amorim were walking on the street, 
and his shoelace broke. His shoelace broke in the street. The Gemara brings it down. And the Gemara says that he took, uh, he took some kind of animal food, some kind of gemi, some kind of animal food, whatever it was, and he tied his shoelace with it. Right? So says the Rambam, Lefidat Gemara, that anything that's royal and Michael behema, anything that is fit for an animal, there's obviously no kosher. Because he, you know, put it in and he made a whole tying situation. Ah, must be anything that's royal achila is not considered to be kosher. Say the poiskim, that depends. That's only if it's not going to last. But if it's going to last, then it could be a problem. And I'll bring you two rayas. Raya number one, in Simon Shinchov Dalit. Okay, look this up. Sikot and Dalit. The, the, the Sif Dalit. talks about untying a bundle of straw to feed animals. Now, most people don't learn Shinchov Dalit. And if they do, they're like, okay, it's not a gay, we don't have animals, so it's not a gay. Right? Little do they realize it's talking about Shabbos afternoon with your kids tying licorice to make a necklace. Shulchan talks about untying a bundle of straw to feed animals. And the Maisa, Shulchan says it's muta, but the Ramah says as long as it wasn't a Kesha Shel Kayama, and the Mishaburah says over there to be Machme. Now, we're talking about it was tied with something that's royla achila for an animal. But al-koponim l'maysa, the Mishaburah says to be machme in that case, as long as it's not a kesha shel kayama. That's raya number one, that we have a problem even on something that's royla achila. Also, Hilchas Yontav, in Simantov Kuf Tes, in Sif Gimel, Shulchanok talks about stuffing chicken with meat and eggs, and it says it's mutter to do taifa. Right, to tie up, if you want to tie up the chicken when it's got all the stuffing inside it, on Yontav, right, and leave a kesha shal kayama and tie it up at the end of the tefira. Mishabura says, the reason is because at the end of the day, it's a hechsha oichel nefesh, and for Yontav, we could be makel. Ah, so it comes out from there that the only heta we have is because it's a Yontav sugya, and Hilchus Yontav were more makel by a machshira oichel nefesh, but if it would shop us, even though you were tying with something, that's Royal Achila. So you see from there that if something is going to last on Shabbos Kodesh, even if it's Royal Achila, there is a Shaila of kosher, which means you cannot make knots in sour sticks or in licorice in any way, way, shape or form. We should be so happy to learn in the to keep all of the lochas. Have a wonderful day.